Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. If it's a new distance that feels longer, then my brain will find a way to be like, "Oh, you've not done 5 miles in quite a long time. What if it tips you over the edge and you fall into the canal or something?" Or onto a canal boat. Or onto a canal boat, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This time of year, it's the the sun's starting to come out a little bit more. Like, it was really lovely and sunny on that run. And it makes so much difference to my brain. Oh, my God. I just, I felt really, really good after I'd done it. And I genuinely enjoyed almost every bit of it. (laughs) I love that we discovered about luteal cycle or whatever, luteal period. So, of course, phase. But the thing is... We are using it willy-nilly, aren't we? We have yeah, no we're like, idea oh, what week it is. a bit luteal like, oh, today. Yeah. It, it's your fault. <laughs> no idea. And I got into bed and I thought, I'm not going to make it like last time. I'm not going to start overthinking. I'm not going to let my brain go into overdrive at two o'clock in the morning. And my brain just went, like this. And I was just like, oh my God, I sent a text yesterday to an old friend and she didn't reply to it. So she absolutely hates me. Or, Classic. Um, I, I saw a yeah. meme the other day, by the way, that was like... It was like a genie granting someone their three wishes and they were Mm. like, come on, what is going to be your third? Because you wasted your first two on uh, do all of my friends hate me and (laughs) are they mad at me? And then the third wish was still like, are you sure? Welcome to episode 185 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. In this episode, we talk about nerves and anxiety on a run. And also, we chunter on a bit about how sleep, unsurprisingly, can have a huge effect on our running and our moods. We also talk about kit and the shoes we currently like to run in. The latest ones that I've been able to plod in have been a total revelation as I didn't think they were designed for runners like me, but it turns out that they are. We talk about support on race day from family and friends and how we mentally cope with doing hard things without the support crew. To be honest, I feel so much better about this now because we have such a strong community with the pod squad and that's you guys, that is. 
And we've got just enough time to get excited about New York, our half marathon in April, which is fast approaching. We're getting very close to Last Chance Saloon now. So if you've been sitting on the fence, do please sign up before the offer closes, as it would be wonderful to have you there. We talk about everything we're looking forward to, which mostly includes the huge margaritas we had last time. If you don't already subscribe to Women's Running Magazine, we've got a Pod Squad exclusive offer for you lovely people. Hop along to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash pod squad and you'll be able to get your mitts on Women's Running for just £3.50 an issue, saving 42% off the cover price. The subscription is totally risk-free and flexible. You don't need to sign up for years and years. So it's the perfect way to get loads more Women's Running fun times for pennies. I'm absolutely knackered, so you can start this one off. Okay, um, <laughs> I will start by telling you, Yeah, you can tell us why, we're, why you're knackered in a minute if you want, but okay. um, I am less knackered because I had quite a restful weekend, which was really nice. I'm not going to be able to keep it up forever, but I've st- I've been really enjoying my little routine of doing my long run on a Friday lunchtime. Oh, nice. It's so good. It's such a skive. Like, it's the it's the best possible place that I could put it in. I'm not even getting up early on Friday to do it. I'm literally just doing it on my lunch break. It's great. And it gets it out of the way, so you don't... It, it doesn't... gets it out of the way. Yeah, so I've had, I had wine on Friday and Saturday night this week. <laughs> it was lush. And I had quite a full-on day on Saturday. I mean, it was a gentle day. We didn't have a huge amount of plans but we just did a lot of house sorting mm-hmm. and then on Sunday Doug's family came up for the day so I didn't have to worry about trying to fit the run in so that's working really well for me and it's probably going to have to start changing when I hit about seven miles when it's starting to take me longer than an hour to do the runs yeah. um but for the mo really loving that um yeah <laughs> it went the running, really well and the running itself is feeling okay yeah, running's feeling quite good at the moment, not to be annoying. So my run on, <laughs> after I spoke to you last week about my one, I think I just had that one where I had thought I was absolutely flying and I was, and it was the slowest run I've done so far. Mm. Um, I actually listened to my body a little bit and I didn't run on the Wednesday. I thought I'm just going to leave it. Um, I was a bit anxious last week as well. I think I was just Honestly, I blame the luteal phase. I'm sure there was something going on because I wasn't ill, but I just felt last week. I was slow and sluggish and grumpy and anxious and it just didn't feel like the right thing to do. So I didn't do it and Mm. I didn't try and cram it either, um, which meant that I just ended up doing one short run, the two mile, and then I did a, a yoga session instead of the run on the Wednesday nice and then went straight into my long run of five miles on Friday and it was really nice and I think I made the right decision because I felt like my legs were refreshed and I was ready Mm -hmm. to go going into it um I was quite proud of my pace it was Mm -hmm. fine um I found I just found it a lot I didn't actually run it quite as quickly as the four mile one that I'd run previously but I just found it all a lot more comfortable um yeah yeah, it was just I I didn't have the shits, I guess. So brilliant. Yeah, that's a bonus, that, isn't it? It was always gonna be an improvement. And yeah, it just felt like quite <laughs> a nice one. 
I think also I'm I'm going to do an Instagram reel about this this afternoon. So I'm really sorry because by the time this comes out, hopefully everyone will have seen that and this will be really boring. But I was going to do something about running and anxiety because it's such a weird double-edged sword that sometimes if I give in to the inner saboteur, as mm-hmm. RuPaul would say, I sometimes feel like it can make things worse when I run. But if I don't and I use it as an opportu- as an, as a sort of exercise in refocusing my thoughts and sort of correcting that behavior every time, so if yeah. I start to go, I can't do it, or I'm going to die, or I can't breathe, refocusing that in and being like, you're fine, you're fine, every time. It's quite a good kind of meditative practice to do, I think, because I don't know why, but but exercise in general has always just been something that I get really nervous about. Yeah. Um, and I don't get nervous before like going on stage for things or well, I do a little bit, but not loads. I get really, really nervous about going for a run. My dad used to have it where he would like be sick in the changing rooms before a rugby match or whatever. And I feel exactly the same about sport. It's always made me so anxious. Mm. And um, yeah, I just feel like I've been combating that with not allowing myself to overthink, just going, nope. And just literally like a sort of puppy or whatever, correct? <laughs> my thoughts every time. But that anxiety, is it, mm. um, is it performance anxiety or is it people looking at you anxiety or is it, uh, I mean, what I think anxiety? It, like for a race or something, then it's performance anxiety and people looking at me. But I get yeah. it even when I go for a, it's not for a shorter run, it tends to be for long runs. So I think mm. it's a is something bad going to happen? Am I going, is it going to be really horrible? Am I going to be sick? Am I going to fall over? Am I going to, that sort of thing. Um, A bit of a fear of the unknown. Like if I, if I was running, cause like I did three miles just now and Mm. that's a distance that I've been running quite consistently for a while. So I don't feel nervous or anxious about that at all. But if it's a new distance that feels longer, then my brain will find a way to be like, oh, you've not done five miles in quite a long time. What if it tips you over the edge and you have a, a some yeah. sort of attack and fall into the canal or something? Or onto a canal boat. Or onto a canal boat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually been quite good for that at the moment. I've been finding it helpful for anxiety. Um mm-hmm. Though I am learning that I can't go for my run too late in the day because um, the times that I've been going sort of after work, occasionally I've gone after work with Lex or something. And I don't think that I can do that anymore with my adrenaline. I think really, I think I I genuinely still I find it difficult to go to sleep on those nights and I think it might be because Mm -hmm. I've given myself too much adrenaline too late in the day there is a real there is an argument for that completely Mm -hmm. I've read loads of stuff where it's like don't don't exercise too late in the day because you really do like everything starts pumping around I used to do it all the time when I first trained for the bath half in 2020 when I started running I used Mm -hmm. to run um in um after work all the time because we worked in the office all the time then Mm. and um and yeah I I didn't offer we don't have like showers or anything at work so quite quite regularly I would um I would run when I got back and it used to be absolutely fine but yeah now my funny brain has been sort of slightly changed forever in terms of its perception of adrenaline 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I struggle. But anyway, I'm going into that too much. We'll talk about that on a anxiety specific episode. But um, yeah. it's but been also helping I think basically, and I've been feeling really good. And yeah, five miles went really well on Friday. And I just had such a lush three mile. Like I felt like Aww. I was flying and it was really nice. It was my fastest run I've done this training Ooh. block. Oh, good for yeah. you. Yes, yeah, amazing. Quite, quite smug at the moment, but <laughs> well, re- retain that because I don't think mm. relabel that smugness as being proud in yourself. Yeah, because I don't. Cause yeah, smug seems derogatory, and you should be proud. You're right. You're, doing you're really right. Well. I am proud. Oh my gosh, that's actually a really good point. What happened to my cream egg? <laughs> I got myself a cream egg because I was really proud, and I did. I don't remember seeing it in my in my shopping bag. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, She's God. left it on the uh, left at the supermarket. Nightmare. Oh, I might have to retrace my steps because it might have fallen out of my bag while I was uh, while I was coming up the stairs. I'm actually really distracted and worried about that now. There will be <laughs> other cream eggs. Oh, don't worry. What if my nasty neighbours steal it? <laughs> if you see it smashed against your front door like Yeah, I've oh, been egged. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's how mine is going. It is uncharacteristically well, is the answer. Um, Amazing. Amazing. That's great. Thank you. I think uh, maybe uh, with the exception of that four miler uh, last week where I did have the shits, which was terrible. um, Yeah. I think the thing that, that maybe sounds a bit more characteristically whole than sort of feeling excited about how fast I'm going or whatever, I, in reality, it's it's not very fast but um <laughs> i think the thing that i'm loving that ties all of that stuff together with the anxiety stuff and i just feel like i'm really enjoying running at the moment and it's making me feel mm-hmm. good especially like this time of year it's the the sun's starting to come out a little bit more like it was really lovely and sunny on that run and it makes so yeah. much difference to my brain oh my god I just I felt really really good after I'd done it and I enjoy genuinely enjoyed almost every bit of it <laughs> which never happens that I had one of the ones there you go it was you know we talk about those runs that you have yeah like maybe yeah. three of a year I guess I had that's one it, of mine yeah. today yeah <laughs> okay well that's that ticked off you're not gonna get another one of those until June no so, um, no yeah. but yeah enjoy it while you can yeah. Got, uh, when uh, my Wednesday run will probably be the worst of my life so far. That's oh, what usually that. seems to happen, isn't it? When oh, <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. It's it's probably yeah. You're probably right. It's probably a luteal thing. I blame luteal. It probably yeah. It's it's. I love that we discovered about luteal uh, <laughs> cycle or whatever luteal period. So of course phase. But the thing is, we're just we are using it as a phrase just like willy-nilly aren't we we have yeah, no we're like, idea oh, what week it is. a bit luteal like, oh, today yeah. it, it's your fault <laughs> no idea it could be the bad one or it could be the good one don't know yeah. but we just like chuck it in there <laughs> yeah I, I think it means now on this podcast regardless of what it actually means it it means ha- just one of those days doesn't it bit luteal yeah. bit luteal today yeah. bit bloody luteal today <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm definitely luteal today. Definitely. Are you? I had... Tell me. Yeah. Tell me about yourself, your life, your running, or oh. just yourself and your life. Doesn't have to be running. No, it doesn't. Um, I'm <laughs> exhausted because I think, as I've documented on this podcast before, um, 
I had a disturbed night's sleep because of Felix waking up in the middle of the night, um, which she now does probably, I'd say, once a term. It's probably not mm-hmm. that often. So it's like three or four times a year that she will wake up in the middle of the night and she will quite quietly just ask for me. But it was, it's so deeply, deeply middle of the night. So it's usually about two or three o'clock in the morning that when I wake up, I'm like dizzy. I can't walk. I'm so kind of discombobulated because I've been in deep sleep. So I have to kind of physically wrench myself out of it. I have to go and get her. We've learned now there's no point. She's had a nightmare and she's sort of woken herself up and she it's always when she has a cold. So it's like, it's usually proceeds and and lo and behold, she's woken up this morning and she's got a cold. Um, so it's just because she's more wakeful and whatever. So she wakes herself up and, um, and we've got it down to, I'd say, a fine art, but it's not that fine. It, the, the the routine is that I pick her up, chuck her into bed with Dave, and I go and sleep in her bed. But it takes me hours because, and I got into bed and I thought, I, I'm not going to make it like last time. I'm not going to start overthinking. I'm not going to let my brain go into overdrive at two o'clock in the morning. And my brain just went, like this. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, I sent a text yesterday to an old friend and she didn't reply to it. So she absolutely hates me. You know, those yeah. sorts of things. Or, Classic. Um, I, I saw a yeah. meme the other day, by the way, that was like, it was like a genie um, granting someone their three wishes. And they were mm. like, come on, what is going to be your third? Because you wasted your first two on uh, do all of my friends hate me and are they mad at me? And then yeah. the third wish was still like, are you sure? <laughs> Oh, it's so awful, but yeah, always my 2am thoughts as well. I was having the same where I was like, oh, I've not been organized about my social life. I need to message all of my friends tomorrow morning and go, what are we actually doing this week? Because I've forgotten and I'm going to bail on some of you and I'm going to have double booked and something (laughs) awful is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And you're all going to hate me. Yeah. And everyone's going to hate me and it's all my fault. And it really is because (laughs) I didn't sort myself out. This is it. So so yeah, at two o'clock in the morning, th- those were my thoughts and at three o'clock. So I feel quite buggered, mm-hmm. you know, energy, energy wise. And wise. I've done, normally on a Monday morning, I go for a short run and today I have chosen not to, but I did. Um, so I am listening to myself, my tired self. Um, so I, um, I did a long run yesterday and it was 11 miles and it was really super hard because I've got, I think I've got, I am right in thinking that next week is my last long run that I can put in before the bath half. And then if I'm going to taper and then the week after is taper. Okay. Um, did you so, do, did I spot you doing 11 on Strava yesterday? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I did 11 yeah, yesterday okay, okay. and then I did, um, sorry, did you just say that that was what you did and I, then I repeated I did. it to you? Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that might have been what happened. Clo- but... Close listening. That's why I gave you a look. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just, I interrupted it by... She does but, give a shit. When you, when you were saying it, I was like, I know what Esther's done because uh, I saw it on Strava this morning and I spent the entire time you were telling me what you did, trying to remember what I'd seen you do on Strava this morning. Anyway, anyway, I both got there in the end. We did, we did. Um, I did that. One thing that I changed this week is that last week I only did, not only, I did two runs instead of three runs midweek. So I've I've got into a bit of a pattern of doing four runs a week. And mm-hmm. last week I just, and so that made the run on Saturday, on Sunday, feel a bit easier to begin with. But also, and here's a discussion point, 
Mm-hmm. An interesting thing that I decided to try out on Sunday was to try um, a newish pair of shoes, right? So I normally run in, I'm quite a kind of cushion kind of person. So I quite yeah. like things like um, on Cloud Surfer is is a is a big a big hit with me. Yeah. I've got through two pairs of those um, on current count. Um, I like that kind of squidge, but with kind of an energy return to it. Yeah, that that's why I love a hoka. Whatsoever. I love. Uh, it, it sounds like we're sponsored by either of these people. Um, <laughs> we're not, though. <laughs> oh, if they would like to, but as always, that'd be amazing. Give us a shout. Um, but guys. yeah, I, I've discovered that my thing at the mo is cushioned mm. and a bit responsive, but actually quite close to the ground. Because yes, I yeah, I think I thought because I know that I like cushioned. I had been falling into the trap of getting very maximalist soles for ages, and actually. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer having being a little bit closer to the ground, but still having that yeah. like, nice chunk of cushion. Yeah, I used to. Mm. Well, I used to really love running in um, Brooks Hyperion Tempo, which are very, very close to the ground. Um, almost, I would say, almost minimalist, but but they're not. But they've got big energy return. But they don't have that kind of cushion that you'd expect from like ghost or glycerin or whatever it's really yeah. quite firm compared with those but I got really, really I, I went through three pairs of those actually I love mm-hmm. them so much so I moved to the cloud surfer um but I also like things like ghost max that was quite a, I was mm-hmm. quite fond of that that was another brooks one anyway anyway midweek I began testing properly this new Hoka, which is, and I, I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong, the Cielo X1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it's, your review of it and it looks amazing. But it I is also, amazing. I was very impressed that you'd done your 11, when I pieced together, because mm. I saw your Instagram post saying that you tested them for a long run. And then I mm. saw that you had done 11 on Strava and I was like, bloody hell, she did 11 in those new hoka because aren't they yeah. carbon plated and boingy they boingy are. race ones they are but they don't feel like it and so i think that's like part of the review i feel like this is a review thing but i think it's I interesting to say what the hell what the fuck am i doing what am i doing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, i'm so sorry but i have to tell you guys and i think it's because i'm loving it but i just hope everybody enjoys that we've become sorry disgusting talk- yeah. running people horrible nerds um <laughs> It was only because, right? So it's because I have tried um, Nike Alpha Flies, as have you. And um, oh, yeah. I remember they well. are amazing. They're amazing. And I think we should let's let's just have a little point there because we need to tell the story of when we both yeah. tried the Alpha Flies. Let's do that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are, as soon as you put them on, you're like, oh my God, these are amazing because it suddenly feels like you've put like little pogo sticks underneath your feet, right? Yeah. But I think with those, the two things for me is that you can, I think you can feel the carbon plate underneath because it feels so, it's incredibly bouncy, but very, very stiff. So your foot is locked into position. I'm not into that. I'm not into that at all. And then the other thing is that I think because you're so, that stack is so massive. It's like four foot Mm. or something. It's not quite four foot. Yeah. It's it's really, really high. It's like those bucket shoes that you used to have when you were. Yeah, stilts. Yeah. Yeah, mini stilts. But also on a very, very narrow base, right? So your, I think your ankles or my ankles particularly felt very, very unstable when I put on Alpha Flies. And Mm. 
I think Hoka fixes all of those issues at a cheaper price. So they're still expensive. Ooh. They're like 250 quid, these shoes. They're really, really bloody expensive. But you got a wide base and the plate isn't, um, it isn't one big piece. It's winged. So there's like two pieces. So you, you definitely yeah. feel more movement in the shoe. And it feels amazing. So it feels stable. It feels bouncy. It feels like... I do feel like an advert now, but it feels like a carbon shoe that like normal people can wear. And so I was yeah. like, right, I want to wear this for a normal ploddy run because I'm never going to wear it for like a sub three marathon because a sub three marathon is not what my legs can do, right? Yeah. I'm going to try and take it on my ploddy canal run and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And the end result was that I I ran faster than I should have done for the first six miles and I didn't really notice until my lungs started complaining at mile seven so I kept on looking at my pace and just going bollocks and then then, like my headphones kept on saying you have run this mile in at least a minute faster than I would normally do an easy run at least a minute faster and I wasn't trying at all so Ooh, I, I love this. I, I know. Honestly, I really am realizing how important shoes are because I've been finding exactly the same. I, and I'm really sing it together like Sherlock Holmes <laughs> while you're talking to me about this. I've just realized that my two shit runs that I've had for generally I've enjoyed this training block. It mm. could be some luteal stuff going on too. But <laughs> that four miler, I was wearing some stupid trail shoes that because I thought that I was going to be going down quite a bit of towpath mm. that I didn't end up going down because it was closed so I ended up just going on road horrible mm. wearing chunky trail shoes oh, yeah, on the road that was just really nasty mm. again I felt like I was going to fall over um mm-hmm. and then the second time I was trying some other shoes that are more of a stability shoe that I thought maybe for a while might be for me I've definitely realized now is not the thing for me mm-hmm. both the wrong shoe Every other time that I've worn these ones that I'm loving, which are the Mac Hoka Mac Five at the moment, which are like um, they're they're like technically maybe you could do them for a race day or definitely like a tempo shoe, but they're yeah. comfy enough that I've been wearing them for my ploddy miles and similar effect. I just don't notice. It feels so much easier without me really having to like put the mm. effort in. <gasps> are we are we are we doping via shoes? <laughs> <laughs> it does it is a bit like like whenever we whenever we talk about you know um things that give you a massive advantage and I'm always talking mm. about that who's that swimmer that I'm always because I always cite Michael a Phelps going, you always talk Michael about his Phelps feet and his massive feet yeah, yeah. so it's like <laughs> <laughs> so like I guess it, it is the same it's an advantage there's no way that you could run five or six miles from like zero to, to to that point with just the shoes and no other training, right? The advantage no. that it gives you is is minimal, but also quite, I think when you are running to a certain extent, it is quite crucial. And like it did, like it wasn't an easy run for me yesterday. That 11 miles was not easy and I wanted it to finish and I didn't particularly enjoy it. I wasn't in a fabulous place with it. But most of that, most of that is mind over matter. So my mm. legs actually felt fine. My lungs sort of felt okay. But a lot of the reason why it wasn't feeling great was um, guilt, actually, at leaving the house for two hours. Aww. So I mm-hmm. think that's... And that did what... I did want to lead that into another because we were going to talk about kind yeah. of, um, support and stuff. But have we ever talked on here about us and the alpha flies? I don't think have we, we have. 
This is such, maybe we have. I'm really sorry if we have. I feel like this is also is an interesting and quite controversial subject that we should have an episode on at some point because some people don't like. You know, I, th- I think wasn't there a whole thing for a while where. Uh, the alpha flies were like banned or there was a conversation that they were going to be banned for some races because because I remember my cousin was talking about it because he's in the super speedy category and he Mm -hmm. was um, like his coach was trying to advise him on whether or not to get them because he wanted to get them and train in them and race in them but he was like Mm. or hold back because they might there's talk about whether they're going to be allowed and blah 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 yeah that was that was Um, a couple of years back and I think it was around the kind of Elliot Kipchoge kind of beating the two hour thing yeah and the the race before then I think they had they had a prototype version of the shoe the first time that he came close to two hours and there was there was discussion then because the stack was so massive and they were like I think that one was not what ended up being the, mm, the it was the alpha fly yeah. that went on sale yeah because they were like yeah, I don't know whether yeah. we can do that one maybe yeah so there there is there, there is there's definitely there's limits to the stack I think alpha fly now absolutely fine absolutely fine yeah, yeah you, can, you go for your life kind of you thing you can talk you can go um, for your life well mm. I can't is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> As the we did alpha flies. Yeah. <laughs> we and were doing the... like a video. We were filming some stuff. Doug was with us. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I can't remember what we were filming. Um, no. And, but because, uh, because we're the same sort of, we're roughly the same foot size. I think you might be slightly smaller than I am. I think I'm a bit, we... a bit more cuboid than you. I think I'm a bit wider and a bit wider shorter. And shorter. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't very attractive. <laughs> I think it's very cute in a foot. I think that's okay. Thank you. Um, But because because we're roughly the same foot size, I was like, right, I've got these alpha flies, and we very rarely get anything to test from Nike, so it was quite a big thing for us. Yeah, it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Big deal, big deal. Like we've made it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Us, we're professionals. Is great. Let's do some content. Let's both try them and see what it feels like. And so I put them on. I think we have talked about this. You know? I think we probably so have, but we've probably yeah. had plenty of new listeners since who don't know. Who don't know the story. We well, talk I, about I running to... now as if we know what we're talking about it's in recent true. times. So yeah, the, I know. You know this, is, yeah. this is what's going on behind the smoke and mirrors of it all. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I tried these these shoes on. I was sort of, and it took me a while to squeeze my feet into them. Um, I had a little run in them, got a bit of content, gave them to Holly to try on. And what happened? <laughs> I put, well, first of all, I remember it took me so long to get them on. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I don't know who told the full story of this before. Uh, it took me ages <laughs> to get them on. We ran, I, I eventually I did. And I was like, oh, bloody hell. Then I have to admit, I did feel exactly what you were talking about. I've, I hadn't, mm. I've never had a super shoe before. So I was just running around in it like, oh my God, it is like running on little mini trampolines. This is amazing. Yeah. And we were just running up and down, and I think Doug was taking some videos of us. Um, and which, incidentally, I noticed he didn't use any of the content of me when I think back. That was all of you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, we did a bit of that, and then uh, we were like, right, time to head off. We need to go now. Mm. And uh, I was sitting <laughs> on a park bench. Desperately trying to get these things off my feet and going, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, I'll be two seconds. Mm-hmm. And going, what the fuck? What the fuck? They're stuck. They're stuck. Because you know, so often I've actually I've got a race shoe right next to me. I've got a carbon yeah. plate shoe right next to me. Yeah. 
It's an Adidas one that I've been sent. I'm not going to lie. I've not tested it yet because really not my forte. So uh, <laughs> I'm putting it off. But you know, they're made of this thing where like, so this is the same thing where it, the, the Alpha Fly was kind of made of where it's like the, the thick, it's very, it's like a breathable meshy thing, but it's really thick thick like it's almost made of like fishing line or something yeah so and like, this, basically so instead of like a normal like a glycerin or a ghost or a like nimbus or whatever where you get like a heel counter which is all soft and plush you get that same like sock like fit don't you with ratios yeah. where it's the same stretchy material around the back of your heel and the front of your foot and usually the tongue is either half i, I believe the term is gutted yes um, nice which is, which is nice I know <laughs> it's either so it's either half sewn in or completely just one one piece of fabric. Yeah, and they, they make it really tight because they want it to obviously stay on your foot, and it's really tricky to put on, and it's really tricky to take off. I personally fan. call fat phobia. I think also they're not making them wide because they're like no people with with chubby ankles and fat feet are putting these on. Well, they tried. and it didn't work very well for me and yeah it was it really yeah that's exactly it that describes it really well it's like a sock like thing that means Mm. it is solidly on your foot when you're running but oh my god I could not get it off for the life of me it was one of those panics like when you put a ring on in a shop and then you're like fuck 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 fuck," because you can't get it back over your knuckle again and the more you panic the more your hand swells up and the more you can't get it off and it's horrible oh my goodness the amount of times that I've had to be like I'm gonna have to call the fire brigade in Oliver Bonus or whatever because I've got a <laughs> ring stuck on my finger but um yeah uh they were they got completely stuck on my foot to the point that in the I did eventually yank them off but yeah. they uh they ripped that like fishing line stuff ripped yeah. my uh finger up so I was bleeding and then I bled on them and I was like, oh, yes. my God, these are like, you know, 300 quid super shoes or whatever. And we're so excited to have been sent something from Nike for the first time as well. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to ask for them back as well. I was like, oh, God. But worse than that, I really mm. hoped that they were never going to ask you for them back because I had to take them off with such force in the end that the heel actually came away from the fabric. Well, <laughs> fabric, you know, the sort of plasticky stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. like, uh, yeah, and I just I'd separated the the you know the magic three hundred pound carbon plated <laughs> sole from its thing in one fell swoop. You did. Oh my god! I think that's down I to the construction them. of the shoe and not yeah. your feet. I'd I'm say. not gonna lie. I don't. I don't want to slag them off too too mm. deeply because. We don't get sent stuff from them very often. But also, maybe that's all the more reason to slag them off. They better start sending us thing, more things to test if they want our thoughts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I felt I was very disappointed that even though it was not without wrenching, because mm. they were very, they were stuck fast on my feet, um, it did feel like it came off quite easily, which was quite funny considering how expensive they are. Yeah, yeah, and I do. I like if you spent that much money on a pair of Manolo Blahnik high heels or something, you wouldn't expect you the heels to come off, off would you? Wouldn't you? Yeah, no, yeah, you, you definitely wouldn't expect would. the heels to come definitely. off. Oh my god, which has which literally happened as well to me once before. I've never told this story oh. in the podcast. Oh, this was mortifying. Uh, so at my sister in law's Hindu, 
mm-hmm. me and other sister-in-law. Um, mm-hmm. We we both felt like we were the naughty children as well a little bit. Um, on there was there was a little group of the three of us. It was me and Doug's younger sister Rosie and my sister in law Elle, and we couldn't afford first of all to stay in the hotel that everyone else was staying in because we were all students and poor and younger than everyone. So we stayed mm-hmm. in a little Airbnb a bit in the naughty corner um, while everybody else stayed in this nice hotel. And then we went on a night out and one of Doug's older sister, the one who was getting married, whose hen it was, um, Mm. one of her friends had a pair of Prada shoes and she was like, try them on, try them on. They're so comfy. And I must confess, I was so drunk this night that I don't know whether it was me or Elle, but certainly we both tried them on and afterwards the heel had come off. (laughs) Oh no! It was awful. I felt so bad. But I was like, I I can't afford to offer to like no, to, to replace that to replace. No, no, so no. we were just like what oh god it was <laughs> awful mortifying mortifying what you, do you do, do you, well I don't know but you you definitely have a legacy of breaking expensive shoes yeah I do I shouldn't be trusted no mm-hmm. it does make me feel like a bit of a sort of heffalump person that just like I shouldn't be given delicate nice things because I will break them <laughs> like Lenny <laughs> in of mice and men that's you you shouldn't yeah just, that's very very literary reference yeah no i, I think thank um, you stick to wellies and um and, yeah uh, no, crop. and crop. No. exactly <laughs> oh i've wanted all my life to be a louboutin girl and i'm just oh. a crocs girl deep down <laughs> nah, as if i've wanted all my life to be a louboutin girl it's not really my scene <laughs> which is why i do remember distinctly being a bit like not mega keen to try the shoes on mm. but we were like okay and then we were like oh <laughs> oh it was awful if she's listening if she ever listens to this for some reason though I'm sure she would never because she probably hates my guts because I either single-handedly or at the very least jointly ruined her shoes um <laughs> if she ever listens I I do apologize and if there's anything I can do wood glue I, is about the only thing I can offer really yeah uh, to be honest yeah. I, it doesn't sound as though that's from the heart hall I have to say it doesn't sound that you would do anything to repair those shoes I'm I, sorry well I, I think would... I felt a little bit of like the, with the Nike ones where it was like these yeah. are so ex- but this shouldn't happen exactly so actually... ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I was annoyed with Prada or whoever it was. I was like, yeah. this is bollocks. 
It is bollocks. Yeah. It is bollocks. Not, it, I, I assume that on that night out, it's not like you took a hammer to them. You were just walking. No, no, no. no. I don't think we so, even like, walked. I think we just put them on. Oh. Uh, yeah. I have no so, idea what happened. I, yeah, I would have to track down the French bartender in the place and for a, for a third party eyewitness because I can't remember anything. I was so ill the next day. Oh, it was awful. I was so drunk that oh. night that I remember being sick in the Airbnb while the Airbnb host was going around going like doing the inspection before we checked out and I was like <laughs> secretly doing silent pukes into the toilet while she was doing that and being like please don't check the toilet <laughs> it was awful and then it was a classic where end of a holiday you have to check out of your airbnb hotel whatever and then you have to spend but you don't have a flight till the night so mm. I had to spend the whole day walking around Nice and this sounds very spoiled Amy is gorgeous and her Hendy was very lovely this was all my own doing uh, that mm. on the last day I had to spend it walking around very hot Nice with my <laughs> suitcase being sick in public bins. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> it was awful. And I slept on the beach for an hour and that was the only <laughs> thing that sorted me out. <laughs> I hope, I'm so glad that I'm still a member of the family after that. Yes, well, I think, well, they're fortunate to have you, even though you go around breaking shoes and being sick and into bins. being sick in bins. Yeah, that was yeah. not my best behavior on that holiday. No, no, I can no. see that. I can see that. You're yeah. a changed person now. Thank um, you. I'm too anxious to behave like that now. I would never yeah. try somebody else's shoe on because I go, no, no, what if I break it? And I would never get that drunk because I'd be like, what if I die? So I don't, <laughs> Yeah, I can't enough. do that anymore. Okay, well. Maybe that's to our secret advantage. Um, but yeah. I think, you know, yeah, secret, secret, um, oh, secret, I don't mean secret, super shoes. Um, pros mm. and cons, didn't like the alpha flies, they broke on us and they felt weird. Do like the Hoka Cielos X, X, Cielo X1s. I do, I do think, I do think there is something in there. I do think it's like, I say, I would say it's a carbon shoe for everybody, but it's not. It's a carbon shoe for everybody that wants to spend £250 on one pair of shoes. I mean, um, that's which is just a thing, enormous isn't it? Of money. Wild. Yeah. You might as well get yourself mm. a booming pair of Manola Blanics or whatever. Yeah. 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 That it is bonkers. I mean, is that why people tend to save those kind of shoes for a race day or do they? No, it's. Well, maybe, maybe it might be for some people, but Safe normally speaking, yeah, normally speaking, <laughs> normally speaking, normal people do not want to have one pair of shoes for race day because you're not supposed to wear something new on race day, right? And but also these shoes are specifically normally created for race days. Like so, the other part of the argument yeah. is that like some of these shoes, and I remember like there was a Brooks. Hyperion like early on in the days in the, like maybe three or four years ago when they first came out with that that they said it had a maximum of something like 150-200 miles or something so they were really only expecting you to run like three four marathons really yeah not I mean doing your they, ones. yeah they were the I'm, I kind of remember this happening and it was like mm. they came out in conjunction the tempo with the training tempo ones. that you loved yeah. were the training ones and they were meant to have a similar feel but without the same propulsion as it was, I think it was the Hyperion Elite or something was the yeah, name I of think the, it was the first Hyperion Elite yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. And, and I guess that was because it was like to avoid that pitfall of like wearing a new shoe on race yeah. day, you were sort of supposed to train in this one that felt similar, but wasn't quite wasn't carbon plated. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't carbon plated. And I think, to be honest, I think all brands now do that where they 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 may not sell them in as such because that would seem like like a awful capitalist something or other. But I think oh, pretty much I was all... just thinking quite clever idea, isn't it, marketing wise? <laughs> but all I think all brands kind of do that. I think Nike does it, I think Brooks obviously does it, I think um um Adidas definitely do it, where you have a race day shoe and you have a training partner shoe. But the training partner could be, you know, you could buy the two of them together or you could just buy the training partner and then race in that one as well. But yeah, yeah I think that's probably what I, I think. Do. Kind of, I think um, also I think people have learned a lot from that kind of race day shoe angle also in terms of environmentalism, because yeah, like, who the hell is spending hundreds of pounds on a shoe that they're going to wear once, twice, three times? It's it's incredibly wasteful. Um, and you know, massive poor show, and most of that shoe is going to be made of plastic of some degree. Yeah. So it's 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 bad vibes all around, really. Um, yeah, so I'm not bad, I'm not sure. Vibes. Yeah, and which is one of the reasons, I guess, one of the reasons why I decided that I wanted to do a longer run in those hokers because I was just like, right, how does it feel doing it on a plod? And it did. They they did feel weird. It didn't feel as comfortable as as my kind of plushy mm-hmm. kind of Brooks numbers or whatever, but. Um, yeah, definitely more boingy, super speedy. Yeah, speedier. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, an interesting yeah. experiment. So yeah, I'll see how it goes. I've got my nice. half in a couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna come. I will be supporting you at the bath half. I'm very excited. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry I'm that I'm really... not going to be running it, but um, yeah. I for for anybody who uh was hoping that that might happen. Who I think I am, no one cares. But um, <laughs> I, I, I've wanted to put all of my training efforts into New York. I get a bit stressed about having too many things in the calendar. But I will be there supporting. I can't wait to watch you be amazing. Lex is also running, so I'm going to support her. Brilliant. Um, yeah. And yeah, we're going to go for a big I, roast afterwards. So you're I'm, welcome I'm, to join I'm, if you fancy. Thank you. I th- well. As much as I'd hate to turn you down, I think there's going mm-hmm. to be a big celebration for the people that I am also running with. Because you, you know running I'm running with. It. Well, oh, <laughs> it's a school thing. It's, it's a school a thing. School thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot this. Yeah. Well, I was like, I, who are make... the running your secret running friends? I knew you were going to think that. But there's actually there's a group of eleven parents from the school who we're we're all running to raise funds for the school to to so that they've got enough money to do up the hall because they don't get enough money from the government. I'll leave that there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a political so episode, to, actually. Well, yeah. Um, so so we have to we have to run half marathons to raise money for them so that there's adequate space for our children to eat and to do gymnastics. Nice. It's like, like when that. we had to walk round around the garden for the NHS. Classic exactly times. That. Yeah. Exactly that. <laughs> So um, I'm doing that, but I must admit it does it does make me feel really weird, and I have been slightly incognito with it. So I haven't told anyone like what I do for a living because there's eleven mm. of us in this group, and I think one other woman, and she's incredibly fast. So so then then there's all all the chaps, and um, it's only today, only today, someone put like a, we've got a little group WhatsApp, and someone on there did ask a an. A, for a suggestion for something running related and I felt 
duty bound to say, oh, maybe you should try such and such. But I didn't, I've, I've just, I've, I've wanted to be incognito because I think every single runner is faster than me. And it's been quite, it, it's quite grounding and, and quite yeah. sort of anxiety making to think about doing this, being sort of public and, and saying, oh yeah, no, I, I do this, um, I do this running magazine and coming in last um so I'm just I am just very I do get you but it's once again it's the same thing that you have told me on like press trips and stuff in the past where it's remembering what running magazine we work for and our mission and what we do every day sorry I cringed myself out a bit then our mission our uh our I don't know what gets us up in the morning with what we do is always and has always been about getting other women who haven't always felt included in the running community or in sports communities in general to feel like they can give it a go and I think so often lots of those people who have who are very speedy may have always felt like they are welcome and are speedy and I don't think anyone would be like uh Esther's come last she's obviously not good at her job because what you do is not be the speediest woman in the world that's not what why people listen to this podcast or why they read the mag yeah I don't yeah but you know what it's like the, the imposter I know last but it did yeah actually part of that bath half did lead into there was something I wanted to think about a little bit which is the kind of um and again, we've talked too much about running. I'm so sorry. You I even know. I'm really sorry. Before we started talking, you were like, oh, we shouldn't talk about running so much this episode. Really well, I did tell we the story about my uh, being sick in the bins. You did. You did. Yeah. There's, some, there's some light relief. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I did want to talk about a little bit about support. And it's only because this had cropped up on Discord. And so like when I'm doing the bath half, even though it's my hometown, I won't necessarily be asking Dave and the kids to come along and support because... I never have, and mm-hmm. it would be it would be a resentful, you know, thing. They they would feel I I I think I feel guilty about asking them to come along, and it was a bit like the kind of the guilt for for Sunday morning. I was I felt really guilty because I was leaving the house for two hours on a Sunday when I should have I should have I feel like I should have been with my kids a bit more. So I feel really guilty about that. And yeah, I mean, you did sleep like in a three-foot bed last night, so I don't <laughs> I think Felix and Ted can be having anything against <laughs> you at the moment. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> but, but I don't. I don't feel able to ask them to come along and support me at another race. I don't think they've ever been to any race. I think that's right. They were mm-hmm. going to come to the bath half in 2020, and then obviously, you know, COVID, and so I asked them yeah. not to come. Um, but I just I thought it was very interesting. So on Discord there was there was lots of conversation then. Discord you can you can become a member of Discord. If you become uh, one of our patrons, you can join us on Discord. And there's lots of lovely people talking about lots of things on there. Yeah, I mean um, it really goes it, it it goes off on there. It, yeah, it does. It does, and it's it's really really nice. We've got lots of little channels that you can. That makes it sound derogatory, but we've got lots of different channels which I've kind of I've. I've kind of spaced out in terms of like distance, but also kind of other topics that you might be interested in, like reality TV and yeah, books. Book club. Um, yeah. Book club. There's all sorts um, that goes on on there. Lots of chat about stuff. But there was, there was, I noticed a couple of weeks ago that people were talking quite a lot about friends and family watching races or not. And 
the the sort of conflicting emotions of wanting them to be there because you want them to be proud of you, but also the worry about them being bored. Like I remember like the first time I did London, I I Dave and the kids almost, almost came. And then almost at the last minute, I was like, please don't come. I'm going to spend four and a half hours running, being really worried about you looking after the kids in the middle of mm. London and having to grip hold of their hands very tightly and stop them being taken by bad people and, yeah. you know, the crowds and all of that kind of stuff. And Bath, I wouldn't be so worried about that, but I would be worried about them just being really, really bored and massively resentful and not proud well, of me at all. I think as a as someone who's been a spectator at quite a few races as well as who's been in in quite a few, I remember the mm. first year that we went to watch Lex in the bath half because she ran it in 2019 before I did. Um, mm. And I remember, um, well, the joy of the of bath as well as the, 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 the route basically does a double loop around the city centre. So mm. we went and saw her going off at the beginning and then we went and got a coffee and had a little wander around. I think I went and got a nice moisturizer from the body shop, actually, I remember quite well. And uh, <laughs> and then we went and maybe there was one other place that we managed to see her and then we met her at the finish line. Mm. So, I mean, I think there are definite, um, it might be a bit more difficult with two children, what you can sort of, the limit of what you can do if you're having to sort of hang around for two, two and a half hours in town to watch it but mm. I think the spectating is quite fun you know some of those kids that stand there and like will be high-fiving people or maybe we'll have a banner I love looking at people's names on their bibs and going go on whoever it is go on blah 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 my favorite one ever was when we watched the UTMB because there were so yeah. many different nationalities as well that learning how to say so every, you would see a French per, French flag and then Mathieu or whatever would be like, allez Mathieu. And then there'd be, I don't know, somebody else from like Spain. And we would, it was great fun. Um, and I quite like all of that. And I feel like maybe they're, what you are doing rather than standing there and watching, what you tend to be doing is walking around a lot from bit to bit to try and see to try and see the person that you're after yeah. uh, and maybe I, I think... will try and involve them I think that's the thing isn't it because I because I've always felt so good if it's not raining I've uh, maybe I will because I just up until this point I've always felt so guilty about it like like you know yeah. when we did bath half like year before last I like it just felt like another long run that I was kind of saying to Dave I'm really sorry I'm gonna be out the house for half a day and I sort of went off did it and then slunk back really really quickly in fact I remember running part of the way back so I could get back quicker so after having done half I was like <laughs> running a mile yeah yeah it was just like yeah I just felt like I had to to get it home it just doesn't allow you to have that level of celebration um oh god no and also I think them watching you have have Dave and the kids ever seen you at met you at a finish line I think no. that is so important for them to watch because the atmosphere at a finish line, like they know what you do because you tell them, but they don't. Mm -hmm. if, but they don't really see you cross that finish line and everybody. The amount of people going yes when you're crossing, and I feel like for them to watch, I think they'd be so proud in a way that they haven't really been able to be if they've not actually watched you do this thing and seen been able to see the reaction of the crowd and what a big deal it is 
I'd hope so, although I do, I am concerned that they were just going to be massively deflated that I haven't come in first, which is there's still their question when I come back with a medal. They think the medal is a first place medal. Do they? <laughs> I always have to say no, everyone, everyone gets Well, one. they got some tough life lessons to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sort of say, oh, it's a bit like when you do sports day, it's a medal for, for taking part. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being gutted because in primary school you had the gold, silver and bronze. I think we had ribbons rather than medals. And yeah. uh, the um, well done for taking part one was um, like a rainbow coloured one. And you Ooh. only got that if you didn't get anything else. And I remember getting like a couple of thirds or something that meant yeah. I, I wasn't having, you know, didn't have a huge gold haul or anything. But I had like one or two third ribbons that meant that I didn't get the rainbow one. Oh. I should have thrown it. I should have thrown the the race. <laughs> yeah. Because I really wanted the 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 rainbow one the that rainbow. said well done for taking part. Oh, oh. I yeah. wouldn't mind a rainbow one that says well done I for know, taking much part. more fun. Much more yeah. fun. But I did well, I do I think know. Like, see how they how and also they're much older now that you can probably ask them about it, can't you? And explain. There's probably gonna be yeah. a bit of hanging around, but would you like to watch me come over the finish line? By the way, yeah. I'm probably not looking at podium <laughs> <laughs> this time. I'm not, that's not my training block this time. It's not my age. Yeah. I think um I think I could probably swing it this time just because um they that potentially they will have some friends there. So that might help. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if they've got, if it's a there. school gang, then maybe it's worth mm-hmm. putting in the. Maybe this is the only time that a school WhatsApp group has ever been useful. Uh, mm-hmm. That you could see whether any of the other gang are thinking of bringing their kids, and if they're Ted and Felix friends, then that might be quite a nice. They can they can create a little cheer zone. Yeah, that would be really nice. Yeah, it? and cheer so... zones are a laugh. I, I if I've ever done, I've only done that when we went to when I watched you in the New York marathon and it was oh, so New York, much more fun because yeah. there were other yeah. people to talk to and there was just much, it was, that was a bit more hanging around because I wasn't yeah. dotting around trying to find different places, but it was much more fun. And then you're in a group and you can do sort of coffee runs for each other and stuff. And yeah, cheer yeah. zones are great. Although I have to say that when I was in Barcelona and it was the bar, the Barcelona half, mm-hmm. um, that there was a substantial Brooks cheer zone, but it was, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, but it was like half a kilometre, maybe not quite so much, but maybe maybe 200 metres away from the finish. So oh. you kind of, and it, so it's right, it's the last little bit you get to, you've got Sagrada Familia right in front of you and and you sort of, and there's this big sea of blue mm. in the brook. So, it was, so there were loads and loads of people there and it was really, really nice and there was lots and lots of shouting. But you turn the corner and, and they also had a gantry which is really nice, but I, I honestly thought it was the finish. Yeah, that's a little bit naughty, if that's ah, going to be right So I at the turned end. the corner and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I've still got all of this way to go to get to the end. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was, I was saying all of that because big shout out to all of the women, well, no, all of the people out there who are also just doing the relentless grind of training and racing, and but enjoying the races and science races because of their own personal things and whatever but with with no support from family because I know that there are loads of people that do get support from their family and that mm-hmm. is brilliant and I am very envious and there are loads of people that do it with absolutely no support whatsoever and maybe you know lots of people that are doing it completely solo and I'm not saying that I have you know a horrible family like people are you know generally supportive of me in words just not necessarily in person yeah but it's just 
I think if you don't have a specifically if you don't have a running partner like if you don't if your partner or if the people you live with aren't also runners I think they can sympathize and kind of say some words of encouragement but if they're not there on the sideline I think there's loads of us loads of us run without the sort of encouragement that we're led mm. to believe that we're supposed to have or that we do get and I just yeah. don't think it's pervasive I think you have to kind of you have to encourage yourself a lot more than than you're led to believe there's we just we have to be yeah. our own cheerleaders don't we that yeah that must be quite that must be quite tough I think I'm lucky that I don't have a running partner but Doug is very um I think actually sometimes it almost helps that he's not a running partner so he doesn't know if I'm like I've done five miles today he's like bloody hell and yeah that's quite nice um and I do remember to be fair to him a 10 mile run that I did it was it, it was the one that I had to do on the Isle of Wight that basically ended up being going all the way around the Isle of Wight because it's smaller than I thought um <laughs> that um he did join me from about mile five and and rode next to me really really slowly which must have been so painful <laughs> for his legs on a bike <laughs> and uh and cheerle- cheerled me through and chatted to me because I was getting a bit bored which was quite nice but yeah, oh, I do. I do sometimes also have the the crave for a partner who just I don't know who gets it because it's what they do as well, and also that you could do it with. Mm. Oh my goodness, it would be such a joy! I would love to run with Doug, and yeah. not just because I would like the I would like a running buddy. I've got plenty of people in my circle in my life that I can do that with. Lots of my friends from school mm. run, Lex runs, you run. We've got a whole community of women. Cara's even started mm. running, got on the bandwagon now. I've got lots <laughs> of people in my life who, especially women, who I can run with. But I just feel mm. like it would like really strengthen our relationship. That like this thing that I care about, that I wouldn't feel like I was just showing him my splits and being like hey he would actually get it and be like look at mine or whatever I mean maybe that sounds idyllic and actually it's nice to have a bit of mystery about it all maybe maybe because yeah likewise like sometimes very occasionally when I've done like a really long run or like when I when I run distances that are palpable so when I've said to him Mm -hmm. you know when I've when I've got the train to Bristol and run back from there Oh, and, fair play. You know, then yeah. he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's yeah, you know, that's great." Um, I remember running someone... to Kelston once, and Doug being like, "To Kelston, yeah, that kind yeah, of that's yeah. quite nice. That is that is nice. Sometimes it does take a third party to say. It takes a third party to say, mm. oh my god, I can't believe you've run that far.' For then Dave to sort of go, "Oh, yeah, no, that is that is quite a long way," which is kind of you know. But I don't, I don't think we'd ever do the running together. I don't think Dave's ever no. going to be a runner. But I mean, I do it is. We... It also is 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 easier said than done, isn't it? Because like, mm. it, I have a dream that it would be nice for me and Doug to do that together. But actually, like those sort of sporty couples on Instagram. But in yeah. reality, we have been on one run together before, and we're just not very well matched. In that, I think Doug is faster than me, but not as um, hasn't got as much stamina. So yeah. what ha- ends up happening is he's fed up with me because he wants to get on with it, but then mm. he would rather head home earlier than I would. Yeah. So yeah, that, I think our running case, would be yeah. different anyway. Yeah. I, I've completely forgot, by the way, while we're what? talking about the the sort of showing your partner your Strava stats and they don't really know what they mean. So it sounds yeah. very impressive. Yeah. 
I, I had the ultimate one of those the other day because I was looking through my old, I was, I was looking at five mile runs that I'd done yes. before on Strava because I was trying to work out where to go for my one the other day. Yeah. And I was like, what's that loop look like? And I found one that I'd done uh, in Brecon when we'd gone to visit Doug's parents once. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I, I did not see this at the time. Uh, but it was like, congratulations, you are the ninth fastest from Craddock to Aberystwyth. <laughs> and I was so happy about it. And I knew that that was probably because nine people have done it. But I was like, I immediately screenshot it and sent it to him and was like, I'm the, I'm in the top 10 in, in Craddock. <laughs> Oh, funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The only time I get those trophies or those laurel wreaths or whatever is yeah. when I'm running in, it's usually on holiday and it's usually in Devon and I never see anyone at all. And I'm running no. usually on like stupid bits of A road. And they're like, oh, you're yeah. the fastest person here. And it's like, yeah, I know. I'm the only, the only person running oh, this. Have you ever route. had fastest? Have you ever topped the never. board? No, never. No, I, I, I haven't. That was my nine is my closest, but I'm taking top 10. <laughs> and I do occasionally see people run around there. But yeah, I think like it's, it's really generally all you see is maybe one Land Rover and a lot of sheep. <laughs> it sounds perfect for running if you ask me oh it's so, lush um, it's such a nice route and I mean now that I know that I'm in the top 10 fastest people on that route I'm sure I'll you'll be seeing me all over the, uh, oh, yeah. as the face of Craddock to Aberystwyth Bridge <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, my, god. My, my Welsh might not be up to par there by the way if anybody can uh, let me know whether I've pronounced that correctly. <laughs> it sounded beautiful to me. It <laughs> sounded you. beautiful. I tell you what, we really need to do though, because like um, your training and my training is all going towards uh, the half in New York, in which the date for which I will never remember. Remember, let it, me look it up. Oh, how professional! It's the real simple women's half marathon in Central Park in New York. And it's April the 28th, 20th, I believe. 28th. I believe and it's the 28th. We just needed to mention that there will be a link in the show notes. And you can always go to um, Sports Stores International and search for the real simple women's half marathon there because the package is there. And I needed to mention it again because we're coming to the end of the offer. So it's like last chance saloon now. And we would really like, if, you're, if you've been sort of dithering about it, then do come and join us because it's going to be absolutely amazing. I mean, the fact that it's women only, I have never run in a half marathon that's just women. So I can't I think believe that. Fun. I'm really excited. It's going to be it's so, gonna be so lovely. lovely. I'm a bit nervous and, actually because when I looked online, um, mm-hmm. everybody in the pictures looks quite speedy. So I, I need more people to join us to that can reassure me that they're oh, going to be just normal people away like me. Yeah, and I think I think we can now reveal that we're going to have Josephine Perry with us to give us oh, a yeah. nice pep talk the day before. So we're going to have a lovely strategy session with her where she can tell us how not to be worried when we do our half marathons mm-hmm. like we had in Paris. Strategy so, session. Sounds strategy session. very professional. It does, doesn't it? Um, so that's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I also, I know for a fact that me and Holt, there are things that we didn't do 
when I was doing the marathon that we want to do this time. So in terms of kind of like speed tourism. So if you guys are up for a bit of speed tourism, so are we. And we definitely, you know, we want to get that ferry over to see Statue of Liberty. We didn't didn't do that. I, there are a few things that I want to do again. Yeah. Like Uh, the absolute first one of those. I don't know whether we're going to do it on the night that we get there because we can be a Mm. bit hungover on the Saturday morning, I guess, or whether we're going to do it on the uh, Sunday after we've done the race. I want to get another one of those margaritas that made us lose our minds. (laughs) But I just want to start with it this time. I don't want to have three beers and then have the margarita. I want to have the margarita. I think I will have that margarita and then see how I feel rather than the other way around. (laughs) That bar out because that bar was amazing. And then I wish we could remember what it was called. It was so Mm. good. We'll definitely be able to find it because I we went to that big palm tree place that was probably like a New York local probably yeah. knows exactly what we're talking about it's like havanas or something and it was like a yeah. huge like three-story like uh restaurant but also cocktail bar um with that big neon palm tree outside it and we we weren't going there because we looked it up in a guidebook or we were trying to be classy or anything we literally just went there because it said cocktails in neon writing <laughs> and that was what we were after but thank <laughs> god because they were like no we're we're like last orders or whatever but yeah. there's this and it was this tiny gorgeous little felt very authentic and Dear, off the beaten track though it was yeah. off Times square so it probably wasn't hugely <laughs> off the beaten track cocktail bar and oh my god these cocktails were insane and i cannot wait to guzzle another one and then regret everything afterwards <laughs> <laughs> As we're sitting on barstools opposite each other, realizing that we're slowly actually starting to slipping off backwards off them (laughs) and go, I'm fucked. Should we go to bed? (laughs) I can't wait to have that again. (laughs) That we have to do that. We have to do that. And the one thing I really wanted to do that we didn't get to do was it the is it the High Line? You know that the the kind of the it's the walk where it's all kind of a garden. Yeah. Yeah. And we never did that, and that's free. Yeah. No, we we didn't do that either. I'd love yeah. to do that. Maybe on the maybe the day after the race if we have time, because that'd be a nice kind of leg stretcher, wouldn't it? So um Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, good yeah, idea. yeah. Basically, so so we will start to put together a bit of a exciting itinerary for us all. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I'm sure, just like happened last time, uh we had Jane and Alison, was it? Who mm-hmm. started it <laughs> when we were in Paris, who just immediately took on the role of like the school trip organizers and Esther and I absolutely loved it oh it was great wasn't it we we just became one of the children we were just the children as well then we were like I don't know you'll have to ask my mummy she might know and, and <laughs> we had no idea it was so funny and Jane was just standing while everyone was buying all their their metro tickets and she was like press that button press that button there you go yeah press that button, making press that sure button, everybody got them <laughs> they were like, oh, queens queens of our hearts <laughs> so uh we I'm sure a bit of that will happen again with whoever's joining yeah. us but because we're uh, useless yeah because we're useless <laughs> but we will try and put together a little bit of an itinerary of joys um and there will of course just like in Paris be all sorts of lovely activities as well as just the race so as Esther said Josie's going to be joining us to calm all of our nerves the night before um mm-hmm. which I can't wait for that's gonna I, I'm not I'm not nervous about this one because I'm just really excited about it genuinely yeah, 
it's going to yeah, be yeah it's going to be great so good. yeah so we're going to hopefully yeah. well we're definitely going to do a live pod to a degree it just depends whether we actually be able to record it we managed to do it with relative success <laughs> in Paris but it was all <laughs> a bit touch and go so we'll see how yep. that goes um uh-huh. and yeah I'm sure we'll also organize some sort of a drinks reception thing yeah yeah oh yeah. no definitely definitely yeah and we should we should also take everyone to juniors to have bagels for breakfast oh and to fall in love with oh. the waiter oh my god I so fell in love with him <laughs> yeah he was so he made us feel so special I know oh, I wonder he's who he's out there making feel special today yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh I loved him loved him so yeah, much yeah he really was <sighs> Yeah, I can't so we'll wait. It's going to be epic. But yes, please join us if you can. Fully appreciate that it is. I, I don't think we are expecting it to be quite as well. If it is, then amazing. But to be quite as busy and sold out as Paris was, because this is, yeah, obviously we fully appreciate that it is um, a trip across the world for most mm-hmm. of us. It's it's not a cheap thing, but. Um, I think it's also a relatively affordable way of doing it. And we are going to be packing a lot of New York shit into (laughs) that three days, basically. (laughs) We are. We totally are. We're going to have the best time. It's going to be a real kind of, yeah, a real treat this year. I think this is. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to do it. And to do like a half marathon instead of a full marathon, to be able to walk afterwards, it's going to be absolutely I know. I know. That's going to be really so nice, nice for you. I'm I'm looking forward to that for you as well. I'm not so much looking forward to sitting on the flight on the way home. However, mm. yeah, it always surprises me. I say always. I'm just so well traveled. I've been to New York so many times. When the one time that we went to New York, it surprised me how quick that flight went because the only yeah. other long haul flights I've ever done have been like 11, 12 hours, and you know, six in comparison is really oh it's fine whatever yeah. it's fine I ha- yeah I had to speed through the second film I was watching I had to kind yeah of I had to fi- <laughs> I didn't get through my first film I had to finish it on the way home <laughs> you did. which I then discovered was literally a film about planes falling out of the sky yes so you did do yeah, not recommend yeah. no do not recommend don't, don't that sit next to Holly on the flight out that's all I'm gonna say no slightly nervous traveler because you're watching like horror movies all the way there and then Bluey all the way back. It was really strange. Yeah, I'm such a polarising <laughs> character. <laughs> oh, we've been watching anyway. a lot of Bluey, actually. Um, oh, good. I'm I really like to have it on in the background while I'm cleaning. It makes nice. me feel... It just makes me feel really cosy. It's so weird, but... There's a there's an episode that's on BBC iPlay at the moment called Mini Bluey, which makes me weep. So do feel free. So oh uh, no, yeah, I know it's it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. But oh, enjoy, enjoy. I will. Do you know what I'm going to go and do now? What are you doing? Find that bloody cream egg. Go and find that cream egg. Yeah, I'm I think hoping that... to God that because I had to also grab my Hello Fresh on the way upstairs that it somehow slipped out of the bag, but concerned it may be well, a lost Holly. cream egg mm. god speed to ask thank you thank you mm. i will get my hands on one today whatever happens if i can't find this one i'm gonna call doug and ask him to pick me up one on the way home from work and if the next episode is sponsored by cabris you'll know why <laughs> oh my god that would be a perfect partnership for us yeah. come on 
Pull your bloody oh. finger out, cab breeze. Get in touch, you <laughs> cowards. Yeah. You with your cream eggs, me with a fruit and nut. Oh, my God. It would be amazing. Yeah, it would be so right. good. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I never really know how to end them, but no, see you in I. a bit. Yeah. See you in a bit. Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like-minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.